0: Hari Om, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission, New Zealand. Hari Om, and welcome back to Thinking is Free. My name is Akash, and today we're joined by Ishanji. Hari Om. So, just to quickly recap, um, last episode we talked about how we can spiritualize a society, and we talked about different um, forms. We spoke about... What the spiritual society looks like? Looks like, yes. yeah. And we, so we also talked about different forms of society and how we might go about doing it. Yeah. um, And where we kind of concluded or ended up was, we said that, you know, you could find harmony in, in society and getting everyone, to, like what we said was, you know, trying to get everyone to think about getting, finding happiness from within. And if we could achieve that at a, Top down approach, mm. which almost feels like you know you're putting this onto someone. Yeah. Where and so maybe another way to look at it was from the bottom up approach. Yes. And how how we as just the the common person um, can help to create change in our own society, in our own community um, to help people see that happiness is from within. Yep. Yes, that's what we discussed. So, today, um, I think we want to know how. How do we do this? Okay. How do we go about... How do we go about um, spiritualizing society? our society? Yes. I think, you know, I think we've got to start with, like, the, the five people around us and the 10 people, the 15 yep. people, you know, yep. start small and then you can get bigger from there. Yep.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think all changes begin with an individual and one has to change themselves Mm -hmm. before implementing the change onto other people. Yeah. And in fact, change, at least this kind of change that we are talking about where one has to learn to think differently before doing things differently. It only happens internally. Um, It can't be forced. So there's a couple of ideas that are given in our scriptures in Bhagavad Gita that beautifully encapsulate the attitude or the thinking that one should have in order to change oneself and then thereby change the society. The first one that we'll discuss is this idea of yagya. Yagya literally means Sacrifice. Right, um, and the moment we hear the word sacrifice, we're like, no, 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 mm. I'm not going to do it. It's it's not for me.
0: The the thing the, like the the word or the connotation that comes with it is, I'm losing something. Yes, yes, something or, that um, belongs to me, or it, I'm giving up, or you know, yeah, something of value. Yes, you're losing.
1: Yes, but um, the idea of yagya is to give up. Yep, but it is giving up. Something lower for something higher. It is the giving up of our personal preferences for communal welfare. And it is getting into this understanding that what is good for society is good for me because I'm part of that society.
0: Mm.
1: What is good for me cannot be at the expense of the society. In the long run, it's unsustainable. And today, this word sustainability is you know thrown around quite a bit. And if we try and understand the word sustainable means what I can keep on doing it again and again and again and again for the foreseeable future and never will be that particular action or approach be at risk. That is what we call as sustainable. If my joy or my benefits come at the expense of society, it's not a sustainable practice. We cannot do it for a long period of time. A time will come when we have to say, okay, not allowed to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. So we have to get into this idea of thinking more deeply about what is really good for me is not different from that which is good for the society. So it is letting go of our personal preferences for the higher which is the society, the community, and working towards the welfare of, keeping the welfare of society, the community at mind. But the actions are still being done by an individual. Their thinking is not individualistic anymore. It's at a communal level, at a societal level. It's including more and more people Mm -hmm. um, into their reference frame when they are making decisions. And really speaking, any great achievement requires some amount of sacrifice. right? Um, to be successful at anything, let's say, take a sport. To be successful at a sport, I have to let go of my laziness. <laughs> I can't be lazy and be good at a sport. Mm, yep. right? um, if I want to... Make it something at my workplace. I have to work hard. I have to learn how to deal with people. I have to learn how to work as a team. I have to let go of my ideas that I'll do it by myself or I'll be the sole decision maker. It, it just won't work. So it's letting go of these lower values and ideas in us that we hold on to. We have a preference for it. That's fine. But to understand that they are actually limiting us from our own true potential towards uh, they limit us from achieving something higher we give them up and that is the idea of working in the spirit of yajna right you let go of the lower for the higher
0: someone like a business entrepreneur Mm mhm um is that just like a change in thinking then so rather than focusing on um The numbers and what I understand that, you know, the business has to be profitable, but thinking in a on a high level is how what my company does and how that impacts the community, the society, or the the people that are working there. Would that be the right kind of thinking? Yeah,
1: absolutely. To understand are the services or the products that I am marketing or I'm offering, how does it benefit the people? If it benefits the people, I don't really have to worry about selling it to them. It sells itself because Mm. it is beneficial to everyone. Yeah. It's not so much of an uphill task of marketing and selling it. I'm already providing that which is in demand. So I've just changed the way I think rather than being driven by profit. Profits will come. Mm. But I'm actually catering to the needs of the society and when this approach changes things become a lot easier success will come if i'm doing things right
0: mm.
1: but i don't have to worry so much about it because i'm actually catering towards a higher ideal than just
0: money or profit one of the one of the things i had written down was that giving giving can be so hard you know when you don't have a lot and um You don't have a lot to give. And when you have worked really hard to kind of make ends meet or, you know, like the business is on the brink of collapsing and yeah, how do you still give, you know? That's a tough position to be. And what I had written down, is it it faith that you need or –
1: I think that question of giving we'll take up that idea of charity or okay. giving um specifically after yeah. we finish this idea of yagya because I thought it's still some like it's still a sacrifice right it is it is mm. um but this working in the spirit of yagya is not merely an action right Right. um charity is a tangible action okay. yeah. ac- actionable whereas this yagya is a mindset oh, okay where yep. i'm changing the way i think about it right um to let go of my personal ways of doing things or mm. my personal preferences
0: yep. mind shift
1: yeah it's it's a mind shift towards catering towards the totality rather than the individuality right and the outcome of that is specific actionable items um such as danam or charity yeah um <clears throat> So coming back to the question, um, it really depends because I have to see what has landed me in that tough spot to begin with, mm. right? Am I unable to make ends meet because my product is not really something that meets needs, needs uh, meets the demands of, of the, the people? of as the masses? Well. Yeah. Am I just trying to sell something to make ends meet? True. Or am I catering towards something that is really needed. Mm-hmm. Right? There are so many reasons why a business may fail. It's not just because they may have a great product. They may have great salesmen, great marketing, but the product itself does not serve the needs. Why would that product continue to be taken up by the society and you see the demands taper off and, eventually the product fails or the company fails mm-hmm. so we have to look at the bigger picture it, it wouldn't be as simple as taking a tough scenario where the business owner or the entrepreneurs having it hard yep. and saying okay what should I do now should I still give or should I stop giving mm. um, you have to step back and evaluate yep. from a different perspective
0: yep. the um one of the other things I was thinking is kind of how to, how to visualize this mind shift. Yes. Um, And, and what I was thinking about was a sense of camaraderie maybe. And an example of this might be like how a nation gets behind um, like a sports team. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what, um, who you are, where you live, what your, your religion, race, color, creed. Sexual, orienta- sexual orientation, anything That doesn't matter Yeah Because you all have this One unified goal Unified identity and identity goal Identity yeah. of supporting this team Yes Or your your nation You know Yeah um, Yeah, that, that's kind of what my, my thinking was On how to like Visualise or Kind of think about what
1: Yeah Or absolutely. how we kind of bridge
0: this Like how we're talking about Uh, A spiritual society and the yagya spirit, you know?
1: Yeah. So what you said is absolutely right where, you know, um, this sense of nationality or that sense of community comes first. Mm. And all other differences are overlooked in that oneness. Yeah. Which is great if I can do that. Mm. And we see this also play out in certain examples like individuals fighting for a particular cause. Yeah. Freedom fighters, for example. Mm -hmm. Those nations which have fought for their freedom. True. These individuals, they have made huge sacrifices, but it's not sacrifices that are made grudgingly. They happily give it up. They happily give up their own personal lives, they lives as in what they used to do. Yeah, right? They give up their families because it might mean that they have to spend time in prison mm. or they might even have to give up their life to hold up or to ma- realize that ideal that they hold so close to their heart. And there have been many freedom fighters who have given up their life in the pursuit of National freedom. Yeah. And you see in them that that ideal or the nation or the national welfare is of greater importance than my own personal well-being or my family's personal well-being. They are driven by this extremely high ideal. Um, Another example, I was just, it's an old movie, but I recently saw it. Um, Evan Brockovich which is a story about a woman in the states who stood up for the rights of a community in America I think it's Hinkley it was a small town right where the company working I think it was a gas company and they were freely dumping their waste onto the land mm-hmm and these water-containing heavy metals seeped into the ground table and started polluting the groundwater. And as a result, the whole town was sick. It did take the sacrifice of that one individual to put her business aside and take a stand stand for all these people. The company obviously did not care about the welfare of the community which it was in and thought that environment, secondary people, secondary money comes first. Mm. Yep. Whereas we have this person standing up for the rights of the community saying that, no, you cannot run your business at the expense of the people and the environment. You have to take responsibility for it. And it's, it's a beautiful movie in the sense and, and the story it's based on true events where a person took a stand, gave up their own personal welfare to fight for these people. And then obviously when they succeeded in... What's the word that I'm looking for? In charging the company for its negligence, and they had to be paid back for it, she didn't make a living out of it. She got paid handsomely. But... The idea is when you live for something higher, that yep. higher cause will look after you. You don't need to worry about it. We often feel, what about me? If I work for something else, mm. what about me? Yep. And this is, I think, where we go wrong and we miss the point that when we work for something higher, we are included in it. We need not worry
0: about ourselves separately. Um, my my status my yeah family. yeah
1: and i i think we do it unknowingly or unconsciously at multiple levels we just need to become more aware of it as parents you know um mm. we give up yep. our time off our preferences for holidays that I would want to go to Fiji, but the kids say no. Let's go to Rainbow Zin. <laughs> I'll go to Rainbow Zin. Or take me to Disney World or to. I was gonna to say Disneyland, Disneyland.
0: <laughs> Rainbow Zin. Surely. <laughs> right?
1: So my idea for holiday may may be something relaxing. Yeah. Right, but the kids want something more exciting, and I'm happy to give into it, mm. sacrifice my preferences because I love my kids. And the family unit representing something higher than the individual. Mm -hmm. So we do it. It's not that we don't do it. Yeah. Um, And it's not just about holidays, but even let's say a person has been saving up for something. And suddenly the child comes up and says, I've got a camp, which I really want to go to. Yeah. And it's expensive, but I want to go for it. And the mother or the father is happily willing to part with that money for the welfare of the child, saying that yeah, that's fine. We can call it a sacrifice, but it doesn't feel like a sacrifice for that parent, though. Yeah. From an external source, it feels like oh yes, something has been given up, but for the person who's actually doing it, they're getting a lot out of it as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, so we do. We do. Sacrifice on a regular basis. Yeah. We just need to bring it down to acting on it more consciously. Um, a prime example is the environment that we are in today, where climate change is demanding mm. a sacrifice from us. Yeah. Okay. Am I willing to sacrifice- Quite urgently too. Quite urgently. My yep. holidays. Yeah. Right unnecessary air travel, yeah. unnecessary travel, full stop. Yep. Right. Um, am I willing to change my ways, my reliance on cars rather than public transport? Even if it means I have to wait at the bus stop or the train stop for longer. Everything's not at my convenience. Mm. Right? And in countries like New Zealand, where we are so used to having a personal car, the number of cars equals to the number of people. Basically, it is a hard move. Mm, it yep. demands a sacrifice. But it if I keep the welfare of the next generation in mind, yes, we'll do it. But when we stop and complain, what about me? Yeah. It becomes a lot harder. Right. Um, but these sacrifices are needed. Will there be a tomorrow? As in next few generations down the line. Will they even have a country to look after? (laughs) We don't know. Um, In downtown, they've made Queen Street into a public, as in pedestrian-only zone. You know, the businesses are up in arms about the change, but you look at the bigger picture, 10, 15 years down the line, someone's going to be really grateful that yes, that change was made. Mm-hmm. We pay the price for it now. We sacrifice now, but the benefits are there to be reaped at a later stage. And any change is hard. He, human mind is, loves to be stuck in a particular way of doing things. Mm. We're creatures of habit and any changes to it unsettles us.
0: Yeah, because I was thinking you can get into a bit of a discussion about, you know, how we're talking about, let's take Queen Street for an example, and the businesses are, are up in arms. Yeah. You know, a change like that. But then I guess that kind of brings it back to what we discussed earlier. And if the business's own um, outlook is towards serving the community, then people are going to travel whatever lengths and distances they have to to Yeah, get there, right? Yes.
1: If that is something worthwhile they're providing Mm. to this society. you know, If it's just another clothing store or just another shoe shop, are we even doing our bit for the society, for the environment? Are we living up to what is really needed? And so some hard questions are to be asked. There's no easy solution. I'm not saying what was done is the right solution. But
0: any change will leave certain people disgruntled. So that's what I was going to say is why do, why should we even have this? Why should we even have the Yagi spirit?
1: Because without it, there'd just be chaos. Mm -hmm. We're living all for ourselves rather than the totality. Yeah. The society. And things go pear-shaped very quickly when everyone's just living for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just not a pleasant way to be living. And what we want to strive for is a society. It's not a society anymore. It's mm. everyone. I, I was going to say, I'll be happy. Yeah. But I don't know about you. Yeah. You know? Society means, if you remember, we define, what did we define society as, a, as an aggregate of people living together in a more or less ordered community, mm-hmm. right? So it is a group of people living together, not forced together, yeah, but actually living together and they've put in place certain order around them, whether it's regard to social interactions, their actions upon the environment or economic trade. Everyone's got that
0: shared responsibility, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
1: And so if we are violating or overlooking that responsibility, then is it really even a society? It's just a bunch of people packed together. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're almost, almost finishing up on time. I thought what might be good is for us to share how we practice the Yogi spirit in our day-to-day lives. Yep. So maybe if you want to go first. Just, you know, just to give someone who's listening Yes. Um, just an understanding of, you know, an example of what this could be or what it looks like. Or. Right.
1: So um, I think one beautiful way to bring this yajna spirit into our day to day acts is through service and charity. Mm-hmm. We should actively take out the time to offer our services or resources. So whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's. Um, something that we have, which we see can benefit a particular member or a group of people in society. And you decide what is important, but do it for someone else. Mm. Seeing that there is a need over there, I have and I shall share. Right? So when we offer our efforts, it is called seva, service. So, you have enough blood, go give blood. You have time, go plant some trees. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, go help out at kids' care. Work towards the development of youth in the society. Mm. Make yourself available an hour a week or two hours a week, whatever you're capable of, but do something about it. Yep. If you don't have time and you have money, give money, charity. To whatever cause it is, whether it's an environmental cause, whether it's a humanitarian cause, whether it's a spiritual cause, it does not matter. But give.
0: Something outside of yourself. Something
1: outside of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Something outside of what you consider to be me and mine. Mm. Yep. Right? Um, then, you know, our horizons start to open up. Yep. And we start taking into consideration other people, other members of the society, see what their needs are. Mm. And see, how can I help them? Yep. What can I do to make life better for my community, my society, my nation? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I think that that would be a really good starting point. Yep.
0: I think for me, as someone who's um, working in a professional practice, the way I kind of practice it is looking at the company's values, what the company believes in, what the company stands for. So for us, it's designing and creating beautiful human spaces. Um, And what that means is also like we look at the materials we use, the the way we design buildings that are environmentally friendly, um, just nice spaces for people to thrive in as well. Um, And personally for me, it's not even about how much I make or what the income is. It's actually about the work that we do and how the work we do changes the yeah. community. Yes. Or the nation.
1: Correct. It's uh, you know, it's t- taking into account the environment, the mm. people yep. and doing our best for them. It's not just about how much pay I take home at the end of the day.
0: Yep.
1: You know, living in a society, in a community cannot just be about what I get. It should be about what can I offer mm-hmm. and how can we live in harmony, in peace, together as a unit, and what can we do for each other?
0: yeah cool that was yeah, and i I really um like what we talked about this being the mind shift, you know and yeah. that's kind of like the key point here, or the, the way to understand uh what we've been talking about is shifting the mind and what we've previously spoken about as well is from uh um what do we say? Self, uh, inclusiveness. Yeah. But what's the, the first one is self centered. Centered. Yes. A Self centered approach to a self inclusive approach. Yes. And it's the, that's the shift in thinking. Absolutely. It's not about me, but we, yes. You know, the the people that are around us and, um, the values that come with it too. So yeah, definitely get everyone to, you know, think about the, the different aspects of their life. Um, we've talked about, you know, as well, about personally, about your work, um, your relationships in our society as well, and how you relate to them um, through this thinking, you know, in a, in a more self-inclusive way. Yes. And I think the key, take, key, key takeaway from that as well is not that you lose out on anything, but automatically you're included in that. That's the The most important thing about self inclusiveness. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much, Ishanji. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Hadiyom. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmaya Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, several projects, and study groups, please visit Chinmaya.org.nz.